Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Next Level Show. And today's a Mindset Monday episode. We're going to be covering how to manage stress. This is a huge component to bettering your life, getting ripped, getting losing body fat, building some muscle, uh, banging your partner. Um, this 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 just goes this goes with everything that you can think of. This, What'd you guys um, say? I was well, I was going to say this. This is one of those things that like you you don't think it really affects your lifting or your results until you actually work on it. And then, holy shit, I look better. I feel better. And I'm not stressed the fuck out all the time. It's a quality of life and a gym life improvement. It it needs to be addressed more often with everybody. Everybody can manage their stress better. And you know what, what's kind of like, what, what's crazy is that if you're in this position, this state where you're kind of like stressed out, you go to workout and it sucks or you perceive it to suck because you can't pick up or move as well as you can, then what does that do? It makes Stress you, more you out even out. more. Yep. So at least acknowledging the fact of where you're at or what's going on will help you in the long run, right? If you're in this kind of position, I was talking to, um, uh, my two clients this morning about that, like, hey, you know, if you sleep like shit, then just, you know, it's fine. You can either A, um, go more for a feeling. Okay, how does it feel when you're, you know, everything is lining perfectly and you're at a top end set and you're like, you know, at a seven or eight, right? Okay, go for that feeling. It might be less weight, but you're still searching for that feeling. Does that make sense? Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because then you're, I mean, you're not performing your best when you sleep like shit or if you're super stressed. Mm -hmm. Um, I get this. I I had a lady. uh, She's, she's no longer with me. Uh, She didn't die or anything. She she, (laughs) she, (laughs) seemed like it. I don't think she did at least, but she just longer with us. She didn't continue. Yeah. Um, But she was the living embodiment of stress. She was, working on a master's mm-hmm. degree. She's a mom. She works full-time with overtime and she's a wife cooking dinner and she's fitting in the gym three days a week. And she was disappointed with herself when she wasn't getting results. And I'm like, listen, you need to be so kind to yourself right now because you're fucking slaying it. There's millions of people out there that don't do half of this and they don't go to the gym and you are stressed out. I don't know if you know this or not. And she kind of chuckled, but like, you're always telling me about something that's stressing you. It's school, it's work, it's husband, it's kids. And your results aren't the ones that you wanted. But when you do come in and you do get a good workout and and you leave feeling better, sometimes that's okay. That's still progress. That's still stress relief for you. And, you know, there's real value in just doing that. Even if you're not getting the crazy results that you want. And then when you, when you go in to the gym stressed out, but acknowledging that you are stressed out and you treat the gym as a stress reliever, then that's when you kind of come out feeling better. Because if you go in there all stressed the hell out and you're like, shit, I can't, I can't I'm barely moving any kind of weight. What the hell? Then you're more stressed out. Then you leave essentially damn near almost worse off than how you came in, at least mentally. 
right? So as long as you kind of go in there and say, you know what, I had like, you know, a tough day at work, tough day at home, or, you know, bad sleep or this or anything, whatever, however the hell you want to phrase it or what's going on in your life. Let me come in here. Let me just move around. Let me just feel better. And then afterwards, what happens? Exactly that. You feel a hell of a lot better. No, I agree. I think that really just paying attention and identifying this in your life where you're at is key. It's going to really big. it's going to kind of already open up the possibilities to fix it. If you can admit that you have this going on, like, I mean, we all deal with stress. I mean, to a small degree constantly, we just live in a time that we just are overwhelmed with tons of things um, more than ever before. We have that constant notification on our cell phone. We have all these little tasks that we have to do out the day. We have stuff that we may deal with maybe at work. We have family issues. We have this, this, and that. Um, it's there's a definitely a lot going on, and most people don't notice how stressed they are because that's the constant state. Like you said, your client was like a living embodiment of stress itself. That you don't remember the last time you weren't. And it's almost weird when you don't have things going on. It's like a yep. weird feeling. I remember when I was doing college and working part-time and working out constantly. I mean, I obviously had assignments, write papers to write, uh, spending a lot of time at school, plus working, plus the gym. I had no time for anything else. And when I finished school, that opened a tremendous amount of time on my calendar, which I literally would sit at home. And you would, I, was, I noticed how antsy I was at night because I felt like, have to be doing something but i have nothing to do i'm like thinking like i feel like there's something that has to be done a paper i need something i need to read something i need to study there's nothing and it's crazy i'm like wow i didn't notice how much i had on my plate at that point um when it was finally when i finally completed it now this goes uh, you know kids at a young age are already jumping into this type of lifestyle um, mm -hmm. where they're constantly slammed with multiple classes year round, trying to do accelerated programs plus school. And this is where a lot of, you know, the, the famous uh, freshman, I think is the freshman 15 is a very common thing. Shit. It might be even more like now faster than before. Um, no. There is, there's so much things going against your health, if you will, that we really need to get a grip on the stress. And that's something that I will ask clients now more than ever is like, how's your stress been? Be honest. How's work? How is your sleep? And um, I know that all these things compound because I can tell when my client has a lot to do. I can tell, I can see it in their face and I can see it in their workouts. Um, and these are the times when we as a coach, they won't know this, but this is when I'll scale back maybe the, the load, the maybe even the duration of, this, the, uh, of the session itself, because I know how important it is. If you, if I have the person and they're already redlining in all aspects of life, and then I slam them with more intensity, it's just adding another stressor. Because as we've talked about on the show, exercise is a stressor on the body. Fasting, dieting isn't a stressor on the body. You're just adding more to your plate. And this is, a, I think, a huge topic to, to discuss. And I'm glad we're doing it today. Yeah, I was just about to mention that, how you can almost see it in the way that they move or how they're um, on their face. So that's when you just, like you said, just kind of scale it back. I mean, unbeknownst to them, I mean, to you, it could just be, you know, to them, it could just, okay, this is just a workout for the day. Wow. Okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Why is that? Because you intentionally scaled back to meet them where they're at as far as uh, their energy levels and stress levels. So that's something that I kind of like try to do as well. It's like, okay, well, we're not moving all that much, but it's okay. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to, instead of pushing, we're going to just uh, practice, maybe hit more like, you know, to the eight to 15 rep range for whatever 
and just go as slow as possible and just uh, focus on getting better at the movement. I wanted to add real quick, uh, Mike, before you jump in, I just uh, was talking to um, one of my clients that he has a CrossFit background. Um, and he, you know, as we know, CrossFit is one of more of the intense style of ways of training you can ever put yourself through. This is anyone. You can be at any level and this can kill you. You can be super advanced and you're freaking struggling. You're. I actually did a little bit of a high endurance type of training, not obviously not a wad, but like just high intensity. And I felt like, wow, like I'm gassed. My legs feel like jello. I almost feel like if I would have ate too soon, I would have probably puked. Um, I did some conditioning work with the sled and stuff. And you already know how that is when you exert yourself. And that's like, that's CrossFit all fucking session all All week, basically. Um, And I think about it, my client enjoys this style of training. Like he loves this, but this is another thing that I, I wanted to bring up is the mindset around this thing is that typically the, the, the person that gravitates towards this type of training already, the boot camps, the circuit training, the hit cardio, those like various, those sessions where you're just sweating just to sweat a, a specific type of person will bring this because they're already a type a person. But then I examine, I ask questions about their personal life, their profession, they're stressed out, deadlines, tons working until 11 o'clock at night, barely sleeping at times. But to them, it's like, I'm fine. And even when they work out, they feel better. And you might be this person listening where you like love that hardship because like, oh, I just love that feeling afterwards. That's cortisol pumping through your body. It's, it makes you feel good. It, it's going to give you that boost of like those endorphins in the body afterwards, but you're, but you have to think that if you're already chronically stressed, probably inflamed, poor sleep, and then you add the stressor, yeah, you'll feel temporarily okay. But this doesn't indicate that you're doing something positive uh, long term because eventually what's going to happen, probably injury, um, burnout, uh, your other areas start to decline, mood. Um, you you can do a couple of these sporadic and get that good feel of like, oh, I, I survived that killer workout, bro. But after a while, you got to address the stress because the workout should actually be complementing and be appropriate to your stress levels. I And this is something I've been really hammering home with a lot more of my clients lately. Um, like we just said earlier, we can see it in your face when you come in and see us pay attention. Like if I'm exhausted and I'm tired, I'm not going to try to PR today. I'm just not Mike. Uh, yeah. And this is well, what we're really talking about. I mean, it's not a matter of what you can do. It's a matter of what you can recover from is really what we're doing. It's, it's kind what of, you should do what you should do. Yeah. And, and that's shifting your focus to that. Yeah. There's going to be some days where you're not doing nearly as much uh, weight or as many reps or as feeling as great, but it's an amount of work that you can actually recover from. And then it becomes a beneficial part of your life as opposed to being detrimental. Um, we've, we've talked about like a priority triangle before with the family and the money and the fitness. And, you know, you can kind of get halfway between two or lean more towards one. This is kind of a similar concept where you're, you, you can't be super stressed out and not sleeping well and not eating well and working out way too hard. Um, it's almost like an, like an anti priority triangle in a weird way, but there's so many of these components that, that put too much, 
would it be a circle? physical and I guess it would kind of be a circle. Yeah. I was just thinking that <laughs> um, it, it just puts too much stress on your go. body in too many different ways. And you're, you're creating this, this monster of, of just more and more stress and different types of stress. And then you're going in there and you're, you're just giving yourself an ass kicking in the gym. Cause you feel like it's helping you and really it's, it's putting you in a worse position. Yeah. So I, I tried a, a CrossFit once and I did not get any of those good time feelings. I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> and you know, so, but then also here's what in my, in my mind and how I, I was performing each and every single movement was how you were supposed to. So I was probably like more gassed and more fatigued than anyone else. Cause I'm looking to my left and to my right. Like the fuck is that? What the hell are you doing? One, you're just dropping shit at the top, dropping weights at the top. Cause we had to do deadlifts, a, like a, a burpee to a pull up, a run in maybe one other thing. I don't fucking know, but I'm like, what the fuck is that? You ain't even doing it. And I was kind of getting mad in, in, in my head. I'm just like, uh, I'm over here actually doing the shit and you're not. And I was, uh, oh, and then we had to do like a run. And on the run, I was just like, just stopping. I was just gassed. It was just uh, not a good time. Uh, I did not come back afterwards. And I did it more, more so just to kind of get the experience, just to kind of, so I, I can just speak do to it. it exactly, just do it, just to fucking do it, just to kind of get the, uh, so I, I, that way I know what, where people are coming from when it comes to But you to know it. what, uh, you know, when you say, when I say that, it's like, I know it's stupid, so I'm not going to do it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those things you can tell that those, the, I mean, it's obvious those people are just trying to get through the whole workout. Um, they're viewing it as a whole experience. Like I just have to get through so I can do X, Y, and Z. And then. You're over here focusing on like the actual exercises, worried yeah. about getting through those exercises instead of looking ahead and being like, oh, I got to run four miles after this. Um, it's such a like a backwards way of looking at it. Well, even when um, when I used to like I, I've done a couple of the uh, obstacle course races. So kind of the same thing there. At the end, I felt great. I felt I thought it was an awesome experience, but I don't know. It, it was more because of the completion of it. I guess that's more when I was celebrating the or or the the journey of doing the whole however many miles or however long for the, the that experience was. So I don't know. I mean, I I I don't know if it's something me in in my head or whatever, something like a a, a neuron that's blocked that I didn't get those good time feelings, but I just did not enjoy it at all. I will say this. I mean, for and since this is a mindset Monday episode, this is why I wanted to bring it up in this fashion is because we automatically go to our training levels, like what's going to happen when we train, right? Mm -hmm. um, but this is a very hard concept to communicate to a client that is that personality. It's very easy to communicate to a person that already, already, it's it's hard to push them to work hard, but we're talking about the ones that naturally are that type A personality that love to work hard. And if they feel like they're not dying, then they're not having a good workout. And these are the communications where I have, well, this is the point when a, a trainer has to up their level of communication, have extreme amounts of patience and being able being be able to articulate themselves very, very clear in the intention of each workout. What's the, what's the plan here? What am I going to do for you? Because I, I explain it this way. Like I can, I can kill you. I can go make you run outside and just sprint really freaking hard back and forth and, and that's what you're in between or just and, like and and call it a day but you hired me that's not across the box temporarily or, or some client that wants to go do orange theory or just a boot camp class in general you hired me to give you results to teach you the, the optimal way for your body and this is personal training this isn't 
class time setting. It's easy to make, it's easy to make a client sweat. It's really hard to get them to adjust their lifestyle to the training to get, actually get results. So I think that having this communicate this, this conversation with yourself, um, analyze your life right now. And if you're someone that sometimes struggle to overcome plateaus or to uh, lose those couple pounds or feel good with your train or your motivations is going to shit, analyze your stress, look there. And then you're going to be able to kind of unpack a lot of these things, such as like, maybe my sleep just sucks. Maybe I've been eating these very crappy inflamed, you know, these foods that just don't sit well with me. Or maybe I've been really just redlining my workouts all the time, or maybe work right now. So I have so much going on that I'm just overwhelmed or I, my stuff at home is just very tough. You gotta, I'll even give a quick personal story is basically when my parents split up a couple years back. Um, I was still living with them and I had to see that process. And at that point I was at the peak of my strength, my physique. I was, I was one of my favorite looks. I was very strong. I had the fullness and I was dedicated. I was training five to six times a week. Um, I was never skipping a beat, man. I was all in on my physique. That was like my priority triangle. We talked about another episode is like, that was my, that was my priority. That's all I cared about was just being the best of me physically but when I started noticing that there was the months, it didn't happen right away. As the months happened, I started losing strength. I started to feel more fatigued. And it was weird because I wasn't doing anything different. But stress started to affect me in a way that was indirectly starting to impact my workouts, my performance. In the gym. And this is when I started to make that connection. It's like, I have to scale back. I have to do, a, I have to do way less volume. I have to do way less load right now. Because of this area of my life, I started noticing, I started literally feeling my clothes started to fit different, even though I was pushing the calories, hitting my macros, eating pretty consistent. The, these all, all these things impact how you're going to perform and the results that you're going to obtain. And this is why even don't, we only recommend most clients jump into a fat loss phase right away, because we know that most people that hire us, maybe this is kind of the last straw, or this is something they've been doing other stuff that they kind of like wreck their metabolism in the sense of like slowing it down or just added a bunch of other barriers, if you will, that we need to address this first before we add another stressor <laughs> of nutrient deficiency. Basically we're taking away calories and energy this is why this is why this is so complex in, in the sense of it's complex because it takes a lot more self-awareness in yourself and trust and maybe a coach or a person that you hired or advice that you're hearing on a podcast. So I definitely want this because I know how important this is. This can make a huge uh, impact in your life. And by the end of this episode, we're going to leave a couple tangible things um, that you can take away from this episode so that you can start applying and maybe this could start turning around some of those uh, obstacles, if you will, or just any type of uh, plateau that you're experiencing, or maybe some regressions that you've gone through and, and, and get out of that. And not to, I guess, rag too much on those type of training modalities. It's just that those are not the best when you're in that type of a situation of in a high stress place in your life. If that is you, that might not be the best it's, you know, you, you might be better doing something like a uh, yoga or something, even though perhaps to this same person, the thought of doing yoga is like the worst ever. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that. Staying still and just stretch and hold. I don't uh, no No, I need to move around. So sometimes uh, those individuals that gravitate towards things, like you mentioned, like an A type personality, this, that might not be the best for them. 
And all it is is just might not be the best for you at this point in time. Maybe for today, you know, if it was just a bad, you know, bad uh, combination of sleep, stress and all these other kind of things that lead up to today. So just not I, I just didn't want to rag on them too much and say that there is some benefit in the in those type of modalities. Because Absolutely. There's that's I mean, would you say is it that better than nothing? Yeah, I probably say to some to some degree, it might be better than nothing. And or again, it goes back to that. I would say it goes back to that question compared to what? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, compared to zero and being a cash potato and eating tons of food and getting severely overweight and unhealthy, absolutely. The problem is, is that you will never be able to tap into your full potential of what can what could be um, if you don't address those things. And trust me, the people on this podcast, we are all pretty driven individuals with our training. We love it. We push ourselves. We're not afraid to work hard. Um, this is a tough conversation. Even I've, I've even had to deal with when I've been injured or if when stuff was going on with my family a couple of years back, um, or if I'm overwhelmed with work and I have just, I've been, my sleep schedule is a little jacked up or, um, I know Mike got, when we were training, like you had some, some, a couple injuries come up, like stuff that kind of, ha- we had to scale back. And that was a hard convo to have with you as a coach to your client, even though Mike was pretty self-aware and understanding and he fully, you know, he trusted, he know that I had his best interest at heart years ago. I could, you know, you know, for example, it's tough to like when you were killing it and having to regress to like maybe some machine work um, to be able to get the same like effort there. You weren't the happiest there, but we still made the most out of a situation, but we had to be appropriate. We had to address those negatives and get over them. And then we can go back to the stuff that you love and, and keep killing it. Uh, Mike, I'll let you kind of chime in there too. I don't want to speak just for you though. Well, yeah, no, that was, that was very tough. And that's a good example. I was thinking the the same thing, but um, it was, it was a hard pill to swallow and it was disappointing more than anything else. Cause it's like, fuck, you know, I gotta, I'm doing so good. I'm going to lose my gains and all that, you know, normal bullshit that people think and say, but I didn't, I, maybe I got a little, a little softer, maybe a little that. softer on some things but there was still so much left that we could do that i didn't really even lose much i don't even think i lost any lean mass i still looked the same to somebody that would have just been looking at me you know i was the only one that noticed anything so um and even then in a couple of months everything was fine i was better than i was before because we took that time off so i mean yeah same things even happening right now where we're busy with a kid and coming off of the car accident stuff and we're not at our best. So our workouts are kind of showing that and mentally it can kind of suck sometimes, but it's still better than nothing. It's better than being a a lazy turd as I'm going to now refer to it as, but, um, (laughs) but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's something everybody goes through there. There's no way around this unless you're some sort of freak anomaly that just, lives and dies for fitness and you've never been injured and you've never been stressed that that person doesn't exist i mean this this is something everybody deals with in some capacity at some point in their life absolutely and i think that the main thing here is like understanding like okay how do i know kind of just based on like workouts this is a fitness thing it's the best workout split for you at this moment is going to be the one that you're going to be able to recover and be, and be better. Every time you train, if you notice that you're stalling out from the very, like, you know, you're just, you're just not making any progress in any way, which is very, 
it's not uh, if you're, long as you're checking other boxes, but in this case, if you're regressing or you're just in pain or it just uh, it doesn't feel good and you feel almost more uh, more tired as a result of working out in general, then that might be that you're doing too much. Scale it back. Your workout should uh, amplify certain good things in your life, and you should be able to see progress, measurable progress, in some to some degree. Um, besides just the, I feel like I died and I feel good about that. I didn't die. No, it's like, am I getting better? Or am I performing better in the gym? Am I feeling good in my energy, my sleep? Is that in, uh, positively being impacted or is this negative right now? Um, do you guys want to do the quick takeaways for our listeners? Anything to add before we do so? I'll get back. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so basically the takeaways here, some stuff that will kind of help, you know, manage stress is we talked, we hammered more of that. This episode is just adjusting your workouts to, to your life currently, to your stress levels currently. Like if you are following a program and the program says to do X, but you had a horrible night of sleep, or you just got yelled at your boss and you just had a horrible day at work and you're just feeling just completely overwhelmed. You still want to let out that stress, but maybe that might be the day where you may scale back your workout a bit and do something more low intensity so that you're, you're, you calm yourself down versus amp yourself up with a brutal workout. There's going to be a time and place to let out that fury and that, that frustration, of course. But in most cases, if you're uh, struggling, reducing your intensity, if you're already working out really hard. Now, if you're someone that doesn't work out hard, maybe bumping up the intensity will be the counter to relieve that stress and feel better. So this is going to kind of, you have to self-assess here. Um, the second thing would be obviously sleep makes a huge impact on all facets of your life, especially your stress. If you're not sleeping well, you're irritable, you're more likely to be upset about things that wouldn't normally upset you as much. Um, you're just being, you're just been in a bad mood all the time, right? So really focusing on your sleep, prioritizing that recovery, that is huge. Um, the other thing is just doing healthy practices such as uh, walking, keeping active, doing stuff that's very low intensity. This can fall under workouts, but I like to do this separate because we preach about, even though you work out every single day for an hour, you're still considered uh, low, low uh, activity level uh, as a whole on your grand scheme of your week. So you want to make sure that you're staying active and this will help uh, just a moving body just does better. You know, I'm going to not complicate it, but just moving better. You're going to notice you just feel more productive. You don't feel like if you're a couch potato, if you do that for a couple of days straight, watch how your mood is impacted versus when you're walking more and just staying more active. Um, and the last one, I'm trying to think it was uh, exercise, appropriate, appropriate exercise, sleep, walking. Oh, the last thing is just finding up, maybe taking out blocks of time where do you take for yourself? And this can be form of prayer, meditation, journaling, um, just a healthy practice, listening to something um, that puts you in a better state of mind that relieves that, you know, distracts you from like the, the half, I have to do this, ta all these tasks type thing. Uh, take some time for yourself, basically just separate even if it's like a minimum of five to 10 minutes of just closing your eyes and just laying or sitting there and, and, and quiet with no phone, no distractions, limit that distract, limit distractions. I think a lot of times that's what's happening. We're overwhelmed with too much stuff, too much noise, some quiet time for yourself. You deserve that. That will automatically just almost give you a little bit of that brain uh, recharge. Um, that's what I feel sometimes if I can't nap, I don't have time to nap. I mean, just close my eyes somewhere. And even though I didn't sleep I, in a dark room, nice, cool, just, just relaxed. Don't think my phone's on do not disturb. 
and I feel so much better. And that kind of helps me kind of come back out here with a better attitude, a better mindset just to do what I have to do. So those are my takeaways uh, for the listeners. I think that it's very tangible stuff like we always try to do for you guys. Um, so that it, you can start applying this ASAP, Mike. Uh, yeah, I would, I would add, um, this is kind of, I guess you can call it four B almost, or maybe it's just number five, but, um, generally speaking, ad- addressing mental health, um, maybe there's some emotional stuff going on or some sort of stuff that you're holding internally. I mean, I do this, I'm a, I'm a bottler. I, hold things in and I don't communicate my needs or my wants or my feelings or anything like that. And that stuff will pile up and there's only so much that you can keep inside. So Mm -hmm. that is something that is really hard to do for some people, myself included, but it is probably the most beneficial thing because then you can have your needs met or you can just tell somebody that they're an asshole and that helps. Um, And then even there's, (laughs) I honestly think that there's some real benefit too. If you are under emotional or mental stress or fatigue to find some relaxing mundane activity that you enjoy, regardless of what anybody else thinks, and then taking time out to actually do that. You can consider it to be a waste of time if you want, but I think that there's real value. If, if you need to just sit in front of a TV and play fucking Minecraft for an hour. So just so you can turn off your brain and not worry about anything. And that actually helps you. I think there's really good value in doing that, whether it's Minecraft or sewing or painting or whatever activity that is just to kind of get out of your own head for a little bit and kind of almost escape if, if that's the right term. Yep. Um, I think that's, that's also something I would like to add because that helps me a lot. Great point. Well, let's wrap this up. Let's close this out. Boys. Mike, you want to go first? I would love, I would love to go first. Um, I, uh, I did something I never do actually pretty recently. Oh. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I went, I went yesterday and I donated some blood. But I'm not ever doing that again. There was a lot of questions and I didn't really know how to answer them. Like, whose blood is this? How did you get it? Why is it in a bucket? I mean, it's just so many questions. The hell is it? Is that not where to take it? Yeah, it is. I don't get it. Hey, do you guys know that uh, every star sign has its own hairstyle? Yeah, except for cancer. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's a dark way God. to start the week. Fuck. All righty. Wow. On to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, if you guys found this informative, found this helpful, you already know what to do. We're trying to really spread the podcast information and grow uh, and reach more people. So do what you, do what you got to do. Share it, post it, share it on your social media. Let us know if you have any questions, topics, ideas. We'll be always help happy to answer as well as talk about it on the podcast future tense so with that being said until the next one hey guys if you enjoyed this episode please make sure to go to leave us a five star rating and review that simply helps us get out in front of more people as well as follow us on facebook at the next level show private forum check us out on instagram as well at the next level show my personal page is at john alva fitness gabe is at prime and glory and mike is at mike nellis peak.